With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. G'day, my name's James, and welcome to the Oz F1 show, our third season here in 2021 and I'm joined by my friends and yours Campy, <laughs> Tommy T, lads it's uh, season three. great to see your faces and we're in a studio, Campy can you believe it? Well, no I can't, no I've <laughs> built a table and I said it's all right, how are you boys? It's all right. We're uh, enjoying being on your set. Uh, Thank you for that. Well, look, we're going to go through our 2021 season predictions uh, for this episode, our first of the year. And what I thought we would do is talk about our top five drivers in reverse finishing order. Now, we will be doing another episode a little bit later on in the month as we talk about the entire season as a whole, including all of the drivers. So make sure you check out that one. But first, what we're going to do is go for our fifth placed driver in the 2021 one season so that we can come back at the end of the year and give each other crap when we figure out that we really suck at this. So Campy, can let's I start just, with can, yours. Sorry, can I just clarify, are we going top five favourite drivers or? Where you think they're going to finish. Driver standing. Where you think they're going to finish in the standing. So in fact, on that, because you don't know what oh, we're doing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting very well. The real reason we're doing this podcast is because Campy claims he gets it right every single time. He does. So we wanted some proof to go back and yeah. definitively say where everyone finished because of what you said. F1 profit, mate. Just read the comments. <laughs> F1 profit. <laughs> You get what you pay for for this podcast. Right, let's uh, go. I'm kicking it off. Placed. Who's going to be your fifth place driver? I reckon young Charlie Leclerc is going Ooh. to come fifth. You think Ferrari's actually going to get its uh, life together? For Regardless this year? of how Ferrari does, he drives really well. He gets oh. results that that car probably doesn't have any place getting. So he'll be opportunistic. He'll sneak in. He'll get a couple of podiums maybe here and there. Consistently get points, I think, yep. is what we can expect from him this year. So... I don't know. He's a very consistent driver. He qualifies very well he does considering, so he's going to be in the right spot on the grid. So Sundays. Sundays. See how we go. Mr. Sunday. Mr. Sunday. Let's not start that. Nah. It was terrible for George Russell, Mr. Saturday. Campy, Young Charlie. your fifth place driver at the end of the year. I'll be tight, but Lando. Lando? Lando. Yep. You I'm surprised. Like, you didn't like Lando a lot when he started out. Uh, What's I happened? He'll be fifth. I, I actually think that uh, Red Bull and Mercedes will not be as dominant this year, so I think it's going to oh, be interesting. very easy, very even across the four teams. So I think Lando fifth, mate. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Checo Perez uh, because of the other drivers, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I think he has a lot of pressure, obviously, on him to perform this year. We've seen Albon and Gasly before uh, in the Red Bull fold, but he has done amazing things in that racing point in the 2020 season, uh, and I think with the Red Bull behind him, he's, he's actually going to do some good stuff. Mate, and if he doesn't, it's Helmut Marco's fault. Don't talk him up that much. We're talking about fifth place here. He's <laughs> potentially in the Checo second best Bull. car, though. So yeah. really, Checo in a Red he Bull. Should, he, he should. should be second or third. He should. Do well, you, what do you think? Is he is he in your list or is he nah, not? No, no chance. Okay. He's not in my list. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a not. Dad. He's not in my list. No, no, right. Let's not. let's go back to your list then. Fourth, who do you think is going to come in fourth? Fourth, and Kambi's going to love this. I have Valtteri. VB. Uh, VB. VB in fourth. Well, I don't think VB, this is going to be the year of VB. 
Well, this is it for him, I think. This, I, I, there has to be a contract coming up where he doesn't form part of the team's strategy going forward. Regulations are about to change. We've got a young driver on the way through. There's a lot of things lining up against VB if he doesn't perform. Uh, Campy actually oh. likes Lewis now because of the Valentino Rossi thing that they did last Ask year. Sir Lewis. Look at his face. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis. Yes. Yeah, Your fourth place driver. Well, likes a big. Locks a big word, but he's growing on me slowly. Uh, Your fourth place, Carlos Sainz, is going to spank Woo. his teammate this year and look, Charles Leclerc, look mediocre at wow. best. And uh, the Ferrari won't be as good as we thought they were, but uh, back in 2019. Yeah. Their car will be better this year. Well, it has to be. It can't be as bad as last year, sure. Or maybe I've jinxed them that anyway. Trader. That oh, they could cheat again, though. So. Yeah. Pretty universally accepted these days. I think fourth is VB, honestly, uh, and not because I don't want him to be successful and be the world champion. I just feel like he's collected all this bad luck in the previous seasons and he just can't shake it off, the poor bloke. Uh, even though he's an adopted Australian. Uh, love and we, we love him for that. And his social media content over the Christmas break has been top-notch as well. Uh, we're yet to see. But, okay, all right, interesting then. So third for you, Tommy. I have our boy, Daniel Ricciardo. Oh, okay. Do you third. Have third yeah, well. I also have Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> Good boss. All right, why is he coming third, Tommy? I think he's going to actually have a car that suits his style of driving. Mm. I think he was fighting an uphill battle in the, how that Renault was set up. He hated the brakes when he first got there. Mm. He slowly got them changed over. I think he's just going to like how that car is set up. Having said that, brand new power unit, a lot of tokens being used on that. So who knows if they can keep that car progressing throughout the year with him. But we know how good he is. Last year he was outstanding and nearly got third in the constructors, to be honest. Like he was he was well on his way. A couple more results his way and he was there. So not inconceivable. And Renault figured out the rear downforce issues that they had from uh, 2019 in 2020. So that was that was that was where most of their gains came from. Yes. It will be interesting to see with the technical regulation changes how much that affects this car this year. And whether Renault have to go back and do a lot of work, but Danny Rick and McLaren, he's he's going to be a superstar. He'll get the job done, I think, and he'll make Lando look second rate. Well, if Lando's coming fifth, according to you, well, that just yeah, was about fifth place. We're not talking <laughs> yeah. about who talks about fifth place ever. <laughs> <laughs> we do on this podcast. Welcome, Mozzie. It's fine. Uh, yeah, but it, it goes to show there are faith. I think in McLaren, there seems to be a lot of hope. Now, as you said, it actually could be completely wrong, and we could be looking at McLaren falling far down the field because of the development that they this thought year. they were getting with the new regulations except they pushed it back. And the contract was signed. Mercedes power unit was always going on for 2021, uh, which is a shame. But by all accounts and uh, looking at all the little videos, the unboxed videos that McLaren do, uh, A, it sounds great, and B, everyone's smiling. And how can you yep. not when Danny Rick's in the garage? Yep. Okay, second place. Now, this is going to be interesting. Tommy T, uh, tell me, who do you think? Who's going to be your second Sir Lewis. Sir Lewis Sir Hamilton. Sir Lewis in. I like it. All right. Second. Okay. Did you have Sir Lewis Hamilton? No, Maximus second? Verstappen. Maximus. All right. Well, let's talk. Oh, let's again. talk. I about think we're going to have those two, one and two. Yeah, because yeah. I've also had Lewis second too, Ooh. which means that, of course, first is going to be Antonio Giovinazzi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or not. Okay. Well, let's talk. Let's talk great. Talk. He does have great hair. Let's be honest. Good man, man. squid. Elite man. Elite man. No, I. Campy's going to allude to this in other podcasts we do, mm. but technical regulations aren't doing Mercedes any favours. Mm. To be honest, that car is not going to be as dominant potentially. So many other things that they've got to deal with. Is he 
really that interested anymore. All those kind of things. And Max is going to be an, on an absolute tear. He's going to have a teammate to actually rear gun for him. This is going to be the Max, the best Max Verstappen we've ever seen. Yeah, interesting. I, look, I think I, I agree with you. I think Lewis is, uh, there's a whole bunch of different focus now at Mercedes. They're probably looking more towards that 2022 car. Although in saying that, they could literally split their entire division in half and go, right, you guys continue looking at the 21 car. You guys look at the 22 mm-hmm. car and they've still got more people yeah. than teams like Haas and Williams on the floor. But I just think, as you say, because of the whole vibe with what, uh, Red Bull's doing, they've made a lot of progress. It's not that they have invested a lot in this car over the 2022 car. It's that Mercedes, I think, have just aren't really that interested mm-hmm. in, in doing a lot of changes. And sure, they've had to get rid of Das and a few things. And James Allison has even come oh. out to say, well, you know, it, it's really anyone's game. And honestly, I hope it is. Such a Mercedes uh, thing to say. Be able to watch, sorry, get some new fans to the sport. We need Mercedes dominance to end and end this year. Well, and Max you, is the guy you to do it. remember that Mercedes gave up on all development of the car last year at round 12 and focused for this year, which there are five or six, you know, races ahead of everybody else once they'd locked up the constructors. So Mercedes is going to be as dominant as they have been for the last seven years, unfortunately, and we've just got an extra season um, with the same car as last year, really, which is a shame, but they will dominate, and that's why Max will be number two mm. again. Just that it's going to be another frustrating year for him. Well, he'll yeah. get more results than he did last year, yeah, and it'll be a more competitive car overall, but yeah, Mercedes are going to kill them so well let's hope you're wrong uh i always think that but specifically for this instance i hope you're wrong uh okay well let's talk about our top three constructors then uh in reverse finishing order we're just talking about mercedes can be start us off who do you think is going to be constructors yep who do you think red bull mclaren constructors for me okay red bull mercedes mclaren for me yeah, I, I went Mercedes, McLaren, Red Bull in first to, to third order. So yeah. I think we're all kind of around. We, man, We've we got are, a top three. We Sorry. are riding so hard Did on McLaren to be successful. Did we miss our top driver on purpose or what? Oh, no, well, you spoke you about said Lewis. You, you spoke about Lewis. We spoke about Max I and said why I Max think. was coming number two. Oh, yeah. Lewis off me list. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Sorry. is name even on it. He hasn't oh. even saw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So it is Antonio Giovinazzi for you. No, it is Mr. VB. VB is going to get a win this year. Jochen VB is going to take the title. I talked about last year. He's saving up. His, he's saving up all his bad luck credits because he had the year from hell last year and qualified really well in races. A lot of unfortunate things happened for him. Um, we saw punches. We saw him collecting debris, debris which uh, knocked off the side of his car where he lost downforce. I mean, this guy's <laughs> had rotten luck. For, <laughs> he's had rotten luck for three years against Lewis Hamilton, and uh, I'm thinking he's going to turn around and he needs to just. He needs to get under Lewis's skin. Lewis, we don't know anything about him at the moment. He's refused to sign a contract. He put it off. Uh, the negotiating period until post-season halfway through the year, which is interesting, which he shouldn't be doing it. Now he's whinging that the lawyers can't get together and, you know, work out all the what both sides want. And I'm not sure we'll see him driving, so that's why I'm not Wow, interesting. Yeah, look, I think that, I mean, that's a whole interesting, potentially another podcast if he doesn't end up driving. It'll be on the grid, but I'll just... I yeah. just don't okay. want him to win again. Well, we don't want to talk about Lewis Hamilton too much on this podcast. We know we admittedly can't be likes talking about him now, as I said, because of the Valentino Rossi yeah, thing. He's starting to like him. Um, I think they've actually got it. They text each other, which is great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I agree. What I actually want to talk about is surprise podiums. So the year of 2020 in terms of uh, random podiums and the youngest podiums, you think back to Monza and we had uh, the likes of Gasly and Carlos Sainz and uh, Mr. Stroll, leisurely Stroll, standing on the podium, which was <laughs> bizarre. All a matter of circumstance like Germany the year before. But do you think there's anyone likely? I'm kind of going down the Fernando Alonso path and Alpine might, uh, might pick up some, some wins, not if that wins, car's but some podiums. If that car's as good as it was last year, it's, it's not out of the realm. I think Fernando's very talented and will definitely be able to put that car there. So I think that one's the most logical. I think we're probably going to see maybe a Seb and a a Seb and a Legendary young Lance, yeah, uh, maybe up on the podium. Yeah, I think that's going to be pretty good. That Aston Martin's going to be a good car. I don't think it's going to be as good as it was this this last year. Mm-hmm. Coming year is going to be pretty good. though. Potentially, it's going to be even better than McLaren. And as I said, we've relying so heavily on hoping McLaren <laughs> and Daniel Rick have such a marriage made in heaven that we'll, we're missing. Well, the, the Aston Martin, but do you, do you think anyone's going to be jumping on that? Kvyat's going to come back and steal one off Max. <laughs> <laughs> Someone with COVID and he's going to sneak back in. If you didn't listen to our 2020 review, you'll know that Camp is now our editor in chief of the Oz F1 Gossip Magazine. Uh, loves talking about oh. uh, all of the off-track action with Max Verstappen, yeah, don't you? Yeah, just. Just doesn't look good, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Still doesn't look what good. What are you doing? A couple and of weeks on. I can tell you, I'm going to poke fun at that guy every podcast. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I love that a lot. Uh, no, surprise podium. What about Yuki? Nah. Well, nah. If- Gasly won't get one. Alonso will. Seb will. Lance won't. It'll be interesting. Surprise podium. I reckon, reckon Checo's not a surprise. I think he's probably dual podium in that. Yeah. Yeah. He should be uh, coming third, consistent fourth, podiums. I think. Yeah, I'm not, sh- I'm not sure. Checo's the driver we think he is after Ooh. last year's performance. Loves a backflip this day, doesn't he? he? <laughs> oh, no, he had a great year last year, but I'm just looking at his career. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully, well, it's- he's going against the best on the grid, and it'll be interesting to see number one qualifying session how far off he is. If he's within two tenths on the first qualifying, good. But if he's three to three and a half, like everybody else, he's could be in the same category mm. as the other three Red Bull drivers that have been. Mm. Do we see a Hulk appearance this coming year? Well, there's a surprise COVID's not over yet, guys. Like, there's every chance that there's some more regulations. There is some chat through. about him signing as the Aston Martin permanent uh, reserve driver for 2021. And you're absolutely right. If someone tests positive for COVID at wherever within the Formula One paddock, they then have to isolate for the mandated period of time. So, yes, absolutely. I'd love for him to come back. Uh, to be able to take a podium. I'll tell you who won't have a surprise podium is Stoffel Van Dorn because he just won't ever get in the car again, the poor bloke. But he will crush it at Modern Warfare. Yes. That is the hot (laughs) tip. All right, well, talk to me about your favourite driver outside of Danny Rick. Who is your favourite driver for the year? And if Danny Rick was to crash out and that would be unfortunate, who are you you supporting? Kimi Raikkonen. Yes, not surprised. (laughs) Max. You love a good Max, Um, don't you? Flipped. I hated young Max when he was versus Danny yeah. and I have flipped hard. This is like you and Bahrain too and George Russell and you yes. wanting him to win and then wanting him to get no points yes. at all. <laughs> all or nothing. All or nothing. <laughs> That's a Tommy yeah, T way. Yeah, Max is good. He's just Mate, he's he, a driver's driver. He, Max gives good banter too, let's oh, be honest. He's oh, remember when he tried to fight what's his name in the pits in oh, Brazil? Oh man, <laughs> good. That's the stuff we love to see as fans. <laughs> 
No one loves this polished media presenters. Everyone's, everyone wants to see the raw individual coming out. Max calling people oh. out, getting aggressive. Oh, I love it. On yeah. and off track. Yeah, love he's, it. He's got a good history of it, although he has opened himself up to a bit of criticism because of his off-track performance, <laughs> particularly this summer. Criticism <laughs> from our good friend, the editor-in-chief of the Oz F1 magazine, which doesn't exist, by the way. Please don't go looking for it because yeah. otherwise we'll have to put it together. All right, boys, well, look, that's our 2021 season predictions. Uh, I'm very excited to go for Kimi Raikkonen as well, by the way, to finish that off because he's just a superstar. The guy will be around forever. He'll be racing in his 80s, handing uh, it to everyone. He'll be his last year. So he will be. So we'll, we'll support him all the way through. And, uh, look, I think you'll probably tell even by our merch that we're very much uh, McLaren-focused. And if you like our merch, by the way, Good plug, uh, good plug. You can you can buy it online. There'll be a, a link in the description below, or you can click up here uh, if you're watching on YouTube and you'll be able to buy that. But boys, thank you for your opinions as always. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our channel if you enjoy this. Uh, we're on all of the usual places. Uh, but for now, uh, it's time to say goodbye, and we'll see you in the next episode. Podcast Network.